Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nice shot. Did you hear that? Again? Again. Another gobble. Another one. And another one. That's like the 400th one. The 400th one. (laughs) We're doing really good with gobbles. Yeah, the 400th one of the week here in Virginia. What's up, boys? I got two words for you. What's that? Fuck Murphy. Yes, fuck Murphy. (laughs) And fuck his law. (laughs) It has ridden us since day one. It's been uh it's been a struggle here in Virginia, honestly. Um we're back in the man cave here at Steven's house. Um you got your boy Trev. You got Steven. Ghost hunter. We are all here still in Virginia. Still. Yeah. <laughs> still. After I feel the, like after I, the three day extension. <laughs> three day extension. It feels like four months, but it was probably the hardest hunting week plus that I've had in my entire life. Well, how many miles do you think you guys have put on since you've been here in Virginia? So I get, we talked about it, what, walking out today. Ghost had asked that question. I think close to 50, 55, somewhere right around there, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was uh, one of those times where you just you put your head down and then you just look up and you went four miles. You're covered in sweat. And I mean, we're losing a lot of weight and <laughs> it's, it's, it's gnarly. These mountains really make you work. And But by now... Walking in on day five, I was feeling good. Oh yeah, like my legs are feeling strong. I'm not, I'm not huffing and puffing anymore. It's uh, well, then we've lightened our gear load by half <laughs> since day one. That is true. I that mean, true. And it's not like we're not eating good. I mean, we're losing weight and everything. Kim's filling us up. <laughs> How we're losing oh, weight? We're, we're I eating. Don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But no, things are definitely been kind of crazy here. You know, we obviously in part one we talked about how things are tough and all the struggles that we had gone through day one, day two, and day three. Um, so Sunday we had taken kind of a relaxation day. Uh, it was kind of, it was really nice. Uh, we slept in, uh, we got a beautiful, beautiful made, well-made breakfast brunch. Um, 
Kim had made us uh, some turkey eggs with uh, which were phenomenal, by the way. Something I've never had before. <laughs> Creamy, delicious, just awesome. And from from Whitey out yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our, 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 our practice coach, coach. Yeah, <laughs> my coach, my calling coach, also feeds me. Yep. <laughs> You'll see her in the upcoming video that we have uh, coming out in the next uh, couple weeks here. But uh, yeah, so we got fed real well on uh, on Sunday morning, thanks to Kim, and then we headed off um, for a tour of Virginia. Uh, we went through the mountains. Ended up going down to uh, a secret, um, a secret morel patch, yep. which we uh, it was fucking huff, hard to, hard to find yeah. at first. You know, you hit a patch and it's like, okay, there's one, there's more around, and in this instance, there was one, maybe two, and then you moved. Yeah, but they were giants. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Quality over quantity was you know, that that mission, and it was definitely really cool because it was definitely we. Compared to the first day of morel hunting to that day was the like we we were trying to find areas that had looked the same um, to what we had found them in on the day before. We were looking for elm trees and we were looking for the briar patches and we were looking for those things that we had found them in on the on the previous property. And then getting onto the new property, they had all been under ash trees on different spillways where some of that, it looked like, you know, where the two rolling hills come down into what you would be like a saddle. Yeah, right into a little sluice. Yeah, and it would come down and then there they would be. So it was, it was definitely, it was, it was definitely different than from, from the first day. Um, But what was the biggest difference? What's that? They were giants. (laughs) They were huge. They were absolute giants. Perfect yellows. Um, they were phenomenal. So it was cool. We, uh, and, and it's something that, as we had said in the first episode of being in Virginia is that we haven't done this before. This is a new thing, even for Steven living here. Yeah. I've never messed around with it until you guys came down here and, you know, we piqued the interest and went out and did a little digging and, uh, you know, we're digging through the woods and I'm like, Oh, Trev finds the first one. I find the second one. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I was like, man, I'm glad you guys are showing me this. And he goes, what are you talking about, dude? This is my first time. And I was like, oh, well, what about you, Ghost? He's like, no, yeah, same here. So We're virgins. Well. I mean, we we had studied it and, and known about it, but to find him up in my personal area, it's a very hard thing to do, man. Like, I've talked to people from all over trying to figure out the best place to find them, um, but it was cool to actually be able to do that and have the elm trees and have the population of the trees and the limestone and so on and so forth to find those things. So it was definitely badass. And then we took a big ride trying to find wild asparagus. <laughs> yeah, well, um, my, my patches were less than fruitful so far. But that's okay, though, because we enjoyed the, the beautiful mountains all over Virginia and got to see some really cool things and, you know, and to hang out for a little bit longer. It was definitely a, a fun, fun time. So then we kicked it into Monday. What happened in Monday, Ghost? The same beat continued with Murphy and his law. Um, remind me about Monday. So what happened on Monday? We went out there and... Monday those, was... Uh, was at the bump and we bumped all those birds on the way in? Down we in the we bumped the birds on the way in. There was, yes, because we were going to... Try to relocate We were trying to slip pines. in on the back side on those birds we'd been on, the, on uh, Saturday. Right. Yeah, so we tried a whole new approach, and it wasn't the right approach. And sometimes learning a new property and hunting together in new areas, it's you're going to do it, and it's going to happen. But you learn from it, and if you make the mistake again, you know, just all you have to do is just learn from your mistakes. And that's what we're trying to do from here is just learn everything we got going on. 
So when we had slipped in, uh, we had bumped a bunch of birds, like Ghost had been saying, was that they were in the in the pine tree, and then they were on the side of the swamp. And as we had gone in, but we then we we got to we didn't make it all the way down there. That's when we called in the group, and they were hammering and coming and coming and coming, and we were. I mean, your safety was off. I think Stephen's safety was <laughs> off. We're waiting for him to just pop out, and they just stopped. Either they got inter- intercepted with a predator or they really didn't like what happened or a call sequence or maybe they did come in silent and saw us, but I've never worked four birds that hot and then just completely shut down. Right. Never again. So we ended up waiting an extra you know, 20 minutes to a half hour to see if we would catch them you know, circling around or whatever and... That was it. Oh, we, oh, you're you're giving up the next day. Yeah, that was the next day. The, yeah. the day that this is the uh, five Jakes that followed the hen and couldn't oh, get Jesus. through the fan. Yeah, because that. we had yeah, gotten yeah, down yeah, there yeah. and then they had bad, they guys. came in silent because oh, that was the morning that it had been. Uh, there was you're raining. just peaking the anticipation. Right. Everyone thinks there's a story to come. Right. Yeah. Oh. No, that was those the five Jakes and that hen that came down. They uh, they just we didn't realize that there was a fence between us and the field and they came down and about 35 yards to our left and looked at us and looked well looked at the decoys and just kind of kept moving on and that just seems to be the story of our haunt i mean they wanted in real bad but we yeah, didn't they, realize they when came it was or dark. Forth, or back and forth three running, or four times you know running back and forth and then the hen started going and it was just they said you're too much work we're out of here just another haunt to tally off our list that was almost there like we saw them coming in everyone settling in waiting to hear guns go off and they just never committed fully that instance there was a fence but you learn and then we ended up moving forward and going across the swamp to the other big field because there was a bird hammering on that side um we get down there and we start moving in and then the gobbles completely stopped dead silent so any of you guys that are running or gunners or going to or, or going to start running gunning or whatever, if the bird's not hammering, you can't find the fucking bird. You're just going to bump the bird and have a really hard time trying to find the bird. So the importance is that it needs to gobble. So when we had crossed across the creek, the creek, creek, whatever we call it down here. Uh, <laughs> get, You're south of the Mason-Dixon now, homie. Um, when we had gotten over that, um, the bird hadn't hadn't gobbled back. So we couldn't really move in. We sat down for a while, tried to try to find them, and then we just couldn't do it. Uh, so then we ended up moving on. Did we end up going? We to the bumped second? them. Well, we ended up. We yeah, ended up bumping them. We bumped them, and well, the, yeah, we came. We we sat on that road. They shut up. <clears throat> we moved in, and then we came up over that hill. Remember, there was that big tree blocking in that road, and we all locked eyes, and they ran away out of our hearts. Yeah. Again, we ended up seeing them down in the swamp at the far end. Yep. About three hundred yards away and wide open. There mm-hmm. was no getting to them. So then we ended up we ended up leaving that day, right? Yeah. Yeah. We left us that we were at the end of the day and we ended up leaving. Came home and slept because <laughs> we slept a lot. We because we, we've been hiking so much, man. It's just beating the shit out of us. And it's, not, an, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it, 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 watching this many birds and, and, and thinking that it's going to happen this many times and, and it just doesn't connect, it, it takes a little out of you every day. But that's hunting and that's what brings it together and makes it sweeter when you, when you knock them down. Absolutely. And then on the, 
on yesterday. So yesterday's, yeah. So yeah. yesterday's, we ended up, we we had a game plan to go all the way to the back. <laughs> and that went out the window. <laughs> yeah, when we started getting into the pine grove, um, they started hammering from the pine grove. And they had never been hammering from the pine grove the whole entire time have, that we've been here. In, in the time I've hunted this property, I've never heard a bird gobble in the pine grove. And these things weren't just gobbling. I mean, these were three or four gobbles at a time. They were gobbling until they couldn't breathe over and over and over and over and over. So we had thought that the terrain where they were going to pitch down to was on the on the far side of it. So we ended up circling around them, and we got they they were hammering in the tree. They got down, hammered, 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 as they had pitched down in the opposite direction, and then started to come right towards yeah, us. I was going to say, after today showing you guys that, how far do you think they actually came back to us in that two-minute span? That was... <laughs> they they, co- they cut some distance, man. It I, was, I, they were somewhere close. Somewhere around 250 to 300 yards. Yeah, they were minutes. close. Yeah. So they ended up they ended up coming down, but they had got held up for some reason. They We thought they were going to pop right onto the trail, right, right to us. Yeah, as Ghost was saying earlier, you know, my safety was off. Trev's safety was off. We were shouldered. We were looking down the sights. I mean, we thought the, we had them dead to rights. And just before they dropped into where we thought they were going to pop out, dead silence. Never heard another peep out of them, and they disappeared. Yeah, we thought maybe that the predators had come in on them, or what? we didn't know what the fuck happened. Maybe another hen intercepted them, because now that the days are going on, we're starting to realize there's a lot of hens on this property. Oh a, yeah, a <laughs> shit ton. We didn't realize <laughs> and it we, until today, and that's and that's something like when we're when we're working every bird in the morning, there's hens working too, and you all know that that's one of the worst things going against you first thing in the morning on the roost. So when you don't when you actually hear them and you don't see the the ten hens that are over the other hill, I mean, they can just cut you off, take these birds, and walk away. And and, that, and that's exactly what ended up happening, I think. But the only thing that I you know. It, in my personal opinion, um, which doesn't mean shit, um, when <laughs> when normally when the hen comes in and we had talked about it was, um, they'll still gobble, yeah, or they'll try didn't. to, and they just and walk like away. completely they, shut up. I mean, in the things that I've found in the past, right. that's that's what I've seen. Not saying that that's the case or whatever, but they, it could have been that they just stopped gobbling. Well, but there there was definitely intervention there because I have never in my life had a bird catch a hen and walk off and not keep gobbling, saying, "Hey, we're over here, follow me." Right. I mean, it just doesn't happen. There was intervention of some sort, whether it was a predator, whether someone else had popped onto the property, whether there was. I, I mean, it could be a number of things, but something definitely spooked those birds and shut them up. And it was it was rough. It definitely it hurt bad. Uh, we definitely. We thought we had them dead to rights. So then we ended up, we ended up moving from there. We moved up the mountain, and we tried. Get, oh, I think we had gotten a gobble on the yeah, far side. Yeah, we got a gobble about three hundred yards away as we started walking out. That's when we ended up sitting down and we sat there for a while. We were hanging out for probably an hour or two, waiting for something to come down. Where we had seen those couple of jakes, we thought maybe we could intercept those guys as they were coming down the field side. And we never ended up seeing those birds. And then, because we had sat there for a while, and then we went to the back of the field, and that's when we were working on our way back. And we had seen the big long beards that we had intercepted on the f- first and second day. Yes. Yeah, two draggers. Yep, we I, we bumped them from a good ways out. They busted us on a field edge, 
had no clue. We peeked over a little hilltop and we froze. And 20 seconds later, they ran down the edge of the field. So, I mean, there, there's nothing we could do about that. They were silent. They weren't doing anything. Yes. So. And that, and that, I mean, there's nothing you can do at that point. So we just kind of, we threw our arms in the air and we said, you know what, what are we going to do? And we just backed out and, and we came home. Well, yeah. well, there was a really good thing that came out of that day. So our good friend over at WCB, Eric, he broke his four year streak. He finally got a bird down. Oh yeah, that's right. So, that's sweet, with his bow. Yeah. so big shout out to Eric. You know, you you broke that wall. We know you guys were pretty much done chasing birds at this point. You were frustrated, you hated, and and you laid the smack down. So uh, I just got to shout out Eric, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's a definitely a good win day. <laughs> Those are positive. <laughs> some, I'm I'm trying just, to find just, all the positive I can positives. in this. And I, I mean, it's it's it sucks too. It sucks the life out of you, honestly. But it's but it's a gorgeous thing. Is that a lot of people are knocking down birds all around us? Um, just lot, not in Virginia. Well, just no, not well, in Virginia. well, for up until today. Um, but the I know Johnny had called in a bird. Didn't he? He had uh, the old swing and a miss. Then uh, he had worked a second bird, seen the decoy, and busted on busted off on him. Um, and we've heard from other people around the country that are having a little bit of a tough time at this point right now yeah. also when it comes to birds. Um, but a lot of guys are knocking down birds also. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, and so it's it's kind of a, a, a win-lose draw here. You know, some guys are doing good and some guys aren't. You know, and it's, it's tough because I know back home right now, uh, the birds have been hammering, 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 and now they're seeing that they're starting to hen up also like they are here. Right. And they're having a little bit tougher of a time. Um, and we open in a week. Yeah, we still have a week when we get home. So, so what the fuck's gonna happen when we get home? You, you know, it's like home just going exactly what out of our mind, <laughs> dude. And, and, and it's you know, like right now we're stir crazy because we're having a tough time here, and then hearing all the good things that are happening back home, which our season's not open. The junior hunting is, and they're just knocking down birds left and right at this point. Um, they had actually uh, good friend Seth had taken out a junior today, um, and was able to work a bird, but had two goblin. One gets hend up, and then was able to work the other one by 10 o'clock and was able to kill the bird so it was kind of it's it's a it's a painful thing what, what would you give to have birds that work at 10 o'clock out here oh my god because it doesn't exist i don't understand that it doesn't make any sense to me like and, and, and you guys thought i was crazy when i told you that it it ends at 10 o'clock and, and, and they don't respond to crow calls during the middle of the day either that that's something nope. that's very different around here too locating out here is a pain in the ass. So if you can't locate sometimes the way we do at home and the birds aren't vocal like they're being that, I mean, you either got to change your style or get okay with bumping birds from here and there in time to time because you're just going to keep bumping them. And there's many times we bump birds because of that situation this week. And Well, yeah, but think of all those birds we bumped and how much we've learned. Oh, yeah. And how it has it set up for coming forward. I mean... I I still believe that Steven's behind us every time the bird comes in and waves him the fuck off. <laughs> but that's my personal opinion, dude. Not really sure. Like, <laughs> I, I don't pull the old guide trick. I'm not trying to save the birds for myself. If I do that, they're not coming to me when you leave. <laughs> no, it's it's just 
it's it's funny how it works, man. And it is what it is. And like you guys are saying, is that the learning experience is is something else. You know what I'm saying? And learning and and going through the struggles, and we're learning one another with hunting with one another and filming and you know all those things are are very tough thing because we are all successful turkey hunters in ourselves. You know what I'm saying? But we've never put all three of us in the same blind doing the same thing and adding with a in camera. three or four cameras. Right. Right. Exactly. So it's it's definitely a tough thing, man. And it's it's been. It's been a trip of a lifetime and a learning a learning experience next to none. Um, well, out of everything we learned coming up to today, walk us through today. So today was was a crazy fucking day. Um, <laughs> I heard that. I didn't really want to get into it. <laughs> you <laughs> got to go through it, man. Trying you to forget go about it. today. Yeah. It's reality. No. So today, the birds that were in the pine grove, man, were fucking hammering. Um, well, we, we completely we jumped plane. over the pines from the get go. We did a, yeah, we repositioned completely. Yeah. So we wanted to, we wanted to head back to the two birds that we ended up bumping and the ones that we had been chasing for the first and second day. So we headed back there. It's about two, two mile hike in. And, uh, so we started our trek real early in the morning. We decided we got back there, but we gotten halfway up and, um, and just start flying everywhere. Well, well no, we, we sat there for a fucking good half yeah, hour. Yeah, a good half hour. If not more. I mean, Waiting this is on how, the sun to come up, waiting on birds to get going. And it, I mean, that's how dark it was when we had gotten in now, there. Here's the crazy thing is, when we walked up there, what was the first thing we all did is started looking around the trees, because I have warned you guys how many times that the birds roost there. I that's mean, I, every... I looked over every limb I could possibly see, and I thought we were in the clear. And that wasn't the case. So when it when the sun when it started to get gray out and we, we were fine and then we moved like we stepped we started talking to each other trying to figure out a game plan and one hen comes out of the fucking tree we're like ah oh, fuck now we're all like looking up in the trees and we're standing there there goes two more out of the trees I'm like what the fuck so then at the no right before they had flown there was a gobble yeah, down the below first bird right. gobbled in the pines in the pines and all the hens start pitching down to there so. Right, you to know, him. right to them. So that's just you know, on top of bumping these birds and kicking them out of their roost. Now they're just flying straight down to all these gobblers. So, needless to say, it wasn't the best uh, feeling. But hey, we we kept going, and what happened? Yeah, no, I mean, so then then we start walking, and we're like, well, if we're gonna do it, fuck it. If we're not gonna go all the way to the back, we need to go down and try and get on those birds. And we know where they roost, anyways. Hearing them from there, we know the 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 area that they're normally in so we're like if we're gonna do it now it's now or never so we ended up working our way down there got down there got set up and these things just start fucking hammering <laughs> hammering you don't hear birds go off the way these two birds go off which i still think there was four i honestly think there was four i do too i just think we only had two i think two broke or maybe there was three i, I think and, they may and, have had two was... younger ones with them that held back only two gobbling that amount of times, it's, it's it was very mind-blowing. I mean, you'll hear the footage on the video when we release it, but it's, uh, yeah. But the best part of the situation was, is like our favor was starting to work and our luck and like Murphy's Law was all coming together because a hen <laughs> behind us and up on the ridge a little bit starts calling and Trevor's calling and it's just, we're in the middle. It's a symbiotic relationship. Everything yeah. was working together. Like we're in the middle we're set up, we're all confident, we're all ready. I mean, we've been just getting the shit kicked out of us for five days, so you could just 
feel the adrenaline starting to pick up and I see two strutters and white heads, 55 yards. And the way they just bend in this road, I'm literally waiting to hear the gun go off. And I lost sight of him because there's a little tree in front of me. And I'm just looking at Trev and I'm, I'm kind of looking at the, you know, where the birds were and they stop gobbling and I start looking up a little further and they let their strut down and walked away. Gobbled a couple more times. I don't know what happened. Um, our, our, our verdict right now is maybe that the decoys, they, they saw the decoy they didn't and like the set. I mean, and we dropped the Jake, like we said, from the first time a couple hunts ago, they didn't like it. But I thought my buddy and, and I actually thought Steven and them were going to shoot because they both had better angles than I did. And, you know, when you're sitting there and you're just waiting for the gun to go off and your heart's pounding and then you just watch them walk away again. But I would say that was our close encounter. Yeah. And so when they had come up, I mean, they had been hammering, hammering, hammering and I didn't see them. Uh, there was a big pine tree in my way and we were waiting for him to come around the corner. Um, the The decoys were about what? 15 yards off of me and so i'm waiting for him to come around the corner there's one big pine tree right on the corner which would turn it onto an s and I, they're fucking hammering and hammering and hammering and i'm like just clear it just clear it just clear it finally they clear and i could see his big beaten fucking white head but <laughs> at that point he's now turning around so i had a split second and then he's behind the tree again and i'm like fuck 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 see now, at just- this point i had no clue they didn't have a clear shot i'm running the cameras and i'm like all right you guys can reach out there and poke these things. And we were going to. But we were ready. I was <laughs> ready I'm, to hear a gun go off. I was going to pop up, up, shoot I'm the other at one. The camera like, lens on the left, looking at the camera lens on the right, looking at the camera lens in the center. I was like, all right, okay. And I look up and I can see the birds clear as day. I'm going, are we going to do anything? <laughs> and they walked off. Well, they were, it looked like they were going to cut. So I repositioned because I had one Hail Mary shot, but they didn't go there. So it didn't happen. We got done. We all got together, had a little huddle, and they're like, no, we didn't have the view. We didn't have the angle. We couldn't see them. And then I started kicking myself in the ass. I was like, I could have laid the bird down, but I was waiting on them. You know, you guys paid money to come down to Virginia and put a hunt on. No. I wanted you guys to stop that shit. No, I stopped I wanted you guys to lay a bird down. Yeah, we need dead shit on the ground. <laughs> we need to fuel that drive uh. and the fire. And it was just crazy because, like, they, they were fucking mature birds, man. They Beautiful. had a good set on them. You know, I... Uh, you, you'll I see them in the video. It. They, it sucks. It definitely was a, was a tough feeling. The, the camera had the best angle in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish I was a little bit closer, but I decided to pick a big tree. And I, it just... You know, and you know what's crazy, too, is all three of us saw those birds and had somewhat of a shot at, some at point. all separate times. Yep. And that's and, and we're not far from each other either, but you can't, you all know, when a turkey's in range, you can't move, you can't try to communicate with someone 10 feet from you. It's just, it's not, not going to happen. Yeah. It, so. it was just tough, man. And, and to watch another set of birds walk away or not come into range or do what they were supposed to. And, and all of this, man, day two, the birds just, they, they came in and then walked away. They were in range and then just couldn't get the shot. It was just. That one step, it needed one more step to do it. You know, it's like that big buck that's behind that tree, and then the motherfucker turns around behind the tree and just walks away and never comes out, and you stand there in, like, total awe, like, what the fuck just happened? 
And that's what happened to us. And it's yeah. what's been consistent. I'm not going to lie, dude. When them things turned and walked and there was no boom, my, my heart fell out of my ass. It yeah. dropped. It was, it was, uh, I, I, I can, it burns, it burns in my mind, man. It definitely does. It was, it was a struggle. It was definitely a struggle. So, and then the, the other fucking hen behind us ended up meeting up with another fucking rooster. Right. I mean, another another gobbler. another gobbler. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Can we get a fucking break here? You know? And then, then nothing. Like Steven was saying, this fucking property, they come down, they meet up with their shit, and then they fucking shut up, dude. We couldn't get a gobble for the rest of the day. Oh, we're here too. Well, too, from too, there. Yeah, well, exactly. From there. From there. And um, then we ended up going with the original plan. Back up to those two birds, and we made our way all the way up to the top. Um, bird gobbled twice. We called. He gobbled again, and you you know that feeling when you you're like, all right, we got another bird. He's he's responsive, and then he stopped. And we didn't move in on him. And we made a plan, and we called very lightly, if any at all. And then we would try a little more, and they just shut up. Nothing. Done. Sat there for an hour, hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, hoping they'd come in silent. So then we had made the pack to just go and pick more morels and just, just <laughs> which is fucking exciting, pr- by the way. Yeah. That's like <laughs> it could get your heart going just as much. But for you guys that don't pick or don't have the chance to pick morels or whatever the case may be, maybe it's just us that lives in liberal fucking America <laughs> up in Corona fucking infection area. Um, it's it's just. It, it's fun. It's a blast. They hide underneath leaves. I mean, dude, it, it's a good time. It's, it's good time. definitely the ultimate game of hide and see. It's like shed hunting in a really small area. See, let me break Virginia down for you guys if you guys don't really realize this. <laughs> Here I know, we go. I know that Here we go. I know this isn't good and whatever. So we end up going to a property and um me and me and ghost are talking and we're like all right so what's our obstacles here? And I'm like, all right, we gotta get five hundred from the from the house, blah 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 blah. Steven's like, not around here. And I said, bro, you're fucking lying. He goes, no, seriously, fucking, it, you don't have to be 500. That's only in the township. And I'm like, all right, this isn't fucking cool. I said, no, this is this is weird. <laughs> what do you mean you can't get 500 feet? So I guess in Virginia, you can do just about anything that you want, and it's legal. Except, anything, except, except for shoot at a church <laughs> on Sunday. You can't be you within do 200 yards. Monday through Friday, <laughs> Saturday only until noon, but not on Sunday. <laughs> that's the only law they have welcome to fucking america because you can do just about anything you want down here i mind blown he's like yeah we rifle hunt here i'm like you rifle hunt where <laughs> you don't rifle hunt here yeah, yeah. we rifle oh, yeah. you can discharge a firearm within 500 feet of a building and then i'm i'm like i feel weird walking in the woods like get out of the they truck. were freaking out because we were zeroing and uh patterning shotguns 100 not even 150 yards behind my house yeah it's weird, man. And then Steven's like, yeah, people shoot all the time. Boom, boom. You fucking hear them all over the place. You're like, wow, this place is America. This is where, you know, welcome to Dixie, bro. Because well, We're south of the Mason-Dixon, man. We support it. You can do just about anything you want down here. So it's, 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 it's just crazy. You know, you have morels. The turkeys don't cooperate, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, you can shoot at anything but a church. Um, I mean, it's it's incredible. What you, just on Sunday? Yeah, only. Just, yeah, you gotta be only, just on, only on Sunday. You can't shoot it on. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you can't you can't be within two hundred feet with a loaded firearm of a church. And I, if that's and, not American, and I don't Trev know what didn't is. believe me as I was telling him this. So it's not that yesterday, I didn't you, but I needed the written permission. You, I needed you the came written. in yesterday and you pulled up the regulations and you read those regs for an hour. 
I don't know how there's only fucking three sentences in the whole entire regulation <laughs> book, dude. Ours is like 18 pages in Connecticut. <laughs> it's it's thicker than the fucking dictionary. And it's all up to interpretation. There's no interpretation here. It's pretty much says you can do whatever the fuck you want. Don't shoot at a church. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't know. It's just, it's a place to be, man. And I can only imagine when you go more south and more southwest, I'm not, it just, mind blowing. Mind blowing. The culture change is really unique and it's nice to learn new spots, new places, new new lifestyle. It just the culture changes, but everyone has their teeth over here. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, when we when we hear Sorry. gunshots at home, but it's just people shooting people. So <laughs> yeah. it's just you, you call the cops on that because that's a it, it's a one eight seven. This is. <laughs> seven on a motherfucking out here which you know what i do you hear here? gunshots you're like uh, eh. i mean <laughs> we're picking morels and there's a gun i mean guys are down there ripping off i mean 700 800 rounds all day and they're looking at me i was like no nah, you're good if you don't hear ting you know skill on target they're not shooting this way you're good right. <laughs> it's crazy dude and 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 to get all the morels too, we got like fucking three dozen morels today. Yeah, you yeah. crushed it. Dude, I mean, we we for everyone Stephen I and I hang up, in there. <laughs> yeah, we hang in there. But you just you're on a war path, and and I know when Trev's on fire because he's a big dude, and I could see him everywhere in the woods, and I hear that knife <laughs> click click, and then he disappears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he so, pops up with this shit eating so, grin on his face, and I'm we, like, oh, he's an, in it. We have an old joke. Among some of the guys down here in Virginia, you have hunters and you have gatherers, those who kill and those who find everything in the woods. And, and hunt, or, or, or Trev does a little bit of both. He hunts, but this dude is a gatherer if there ever was one. Like I'm looking at a it. spot like a puzzle piece. Like, I know there's one. I know there's one. I know there's one. He walks in and goes, there it is. Click. It's like, seriously, guy. <laughs> Got an eye for the strange and unusual. It's it's just fun, man. I don't. It's like it's like where's Waldo? I guess I was just good at those. That's <laughs> what really I was a kid. Is. I don't know. It's you just you get you get in that knack of, of finding those things, and I don't know. I thought that it was a lot harder than it actually was. To be honest with you, finding like more. You else. found the first one as we're walking down a trail, dude. I know, but they say that they're so hard and this, that, and the other thing. You gotta look rightly at them. I'm. I don't know. Do we fucking pick them off left and right? I mean, it's especially the big ones, dude. You no. those knobbers, you can't bro. Miss them yeah. You can. I literally was them. walking on a side hill and was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, just stop me in my tracks, and it, it gets you excited. And it also is a team thing, as like a um, camaraderie as brothers. And Kim was with us too, so it's a family thing, and it gets your mind off the birds. It gets your mind off grinding, gets your mind off waking up early at three in the morning and it, and it makes you check out and it gets you really excited about, you know, the whole culinary aspect of it. But just it's, it's just something that you found, you foraged and it's just it's special trying to tie it all in, you know, full circle. It is. And, and you know, it goes very good with turkey breasts. Yeah, um, we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, to it's sore subject, but I guess I just... <laughs> no, and, you know, and then to go back home and not be able to find morel, so that's going to suck, so I'm going to have to go back to finding ramps, which is going to be miserable. Hey, we've um, we've done some good with the ramps here this week. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> oh, shit. We had them... What, 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 did, what did you cook, or you and Kim collaborate... And uh, end up cooking with the ramps and the morels. Oh, that, that first night we did dinner, we did um, uh, top round elk roast, cast iron seared in the oven. And then just, I like to do very few things with morels. 
<clears throat> but what I like to do most is just feature the highlight of the actual mushroom, which is lightly seared in a cast iron pan with a little bit of butter. Uh, some people can put a little thyme, a little cracked sea salt, and then we put the bases of the ramps in and kind of rendered them out and got them nice and sauteed, a little aromatic flavor, and then we added the stems, and then we added the leaf. So, you know, the reason for that is, you know, obviously the bases cook longer than the stems and the leaf, so you f you fold your ramps in so so they cook evenly. And then we just added a little bit of the drippings from the rested elk meat and we sliced it up and put it all over the, the top of that shaved meat and you know it was it was really cool because that elk came from Oregon the rams came from Connecticut and the morels came from Virginia so it was a little bit of everybody we were we were all you it, know it was 100% wild yeah and we it was ate a, a lot thing. of wild meat this whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, Trev brought pounds of walleye and the best venison hot dogs I've ever had. Oh my goodness, <laughs> um, that was killer. We did elk burgers one night. I mean, it, it's we it, had the bear carnitas. The bear, bear carnitas. Oh, yeah. The one, the Steve Ranella ones. Yep. Yeah, and they were a recipe, and they were really great. And we're losing weight. Yeah, I'm not really sure how. Like a lot. I'm dragging you guys over that mountain every day. <laughs> well, we don't have. Hopefully, we don't have to go far tomorrow. Um, yeah, we're going in tight. I think we're going right in on the roost. We got a, a, as of right now, we have a solid game plan. But as the saying goes, the best laid plan goes out the window when the first shot's fired. Right. So. No, we're, well, we're going to be there early enough to set up. Just hope to fucking God that they're in the trees where we left them. We walk in and sit down. <laughs> we, we spent half an hour, 45 minutes. That's what I'm saying. We have a setup. Just setting we set natural blinds, shooting positions, everything we need so we can walk in there at sunup where these birds land when they fly out. And we're going to get in there in the ash crack of dawn, sit down, get set up, and hopefully these things hit the ground and then hit the ground again. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm shooting right out of the fucking trees because we can do that here in Virginia, I guess. With a rifle. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. We, we won't go to that extent. I'm kidding. No, I'm, just, I'm just being funny. Yeah, it's, it's been the ongoing joke throughout the whole entire weekend. <laughs> because we can do whatever the fuck we want here and you and that's the light of it you know you have to make the best of situations you have to laugh i know i got a couple i got intense a couple of days just because you know how many times can you have this letdown just keep happening but that's hunting and that's hunting as a group and it's just you know staying positive and moving forward i ain't gonna lie with the way today went like like i said earlier my heart dropped but i have not come home so jacked after right. building that setup, after scouting, looking at the video of today, you know, watching them two strutters come in. I mean, I am jacked. Yeah. And, you know, people got to understand that there's not many places for these birds to fly down in this in this pine patch. So we did the last three days of investigation and scouting and walking around these birds. And I, I think we're in it. And we cleared lanes and we brushed ourselves in and let's just hope that they read the script because I think we earned that. I think we did. We're going to kick Murphy's ass tomorrow. I definitely feel that that's what's going to happen, but I, it's haunting, man. And it is what it is, dude. And, and to not, even if we don't shoot a bird, it is what it is. I mean, the, the learning experience, the camaraderie, the deer camp, the laughs, the beers, I, it, 
the to drives. me it means nothing. Yeah, I mean the drives. <laughs> I mean Lots we played full size fucking Jenga one night. I mean what gets better than that? That I mean, was fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> we we did come up with some pretty fun stuff that night. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we've we've done all the all the the shooting challenges. Um, we've had fucking hours in the yard shooting and shooting and shooting shooting. I've went through like six arrows since I've been <laughs> here. We've lost some arrows. Ghost That's has done the same. Sure. Steven's rebuilt about seven times, sighted in his bow. So it's been, it's been a lot of laughs, man. It's been a, it's been a really good time, dude. It's, it's our first season together, and uh, this is just the fucking beginning. Um, we got a lot planned. Definitely coming forward. Oh, yeah. As long as this yeah. coronavirus doesn't kick it into high gear and keep us fucking pinned down. Yeah, I'm just saying, you Yankees can come down here south of the Mason-Dixon, and uh, life's pretty good down here. Yeah, it's not that bad. And that's a weird thing, man. Like, it's it's crazy. And I kind of get it, you know, I know it's we'll go a little bit off topic here, but it's all right. Um, Squirrel. Yeah, the... Uh, the, the It's so different, man, down here. Like, it's, it's crazy. And I get... I get why people are getting upset with the whole stay-at-home thing and so on and so forth because down here in in some areas, some areas, they're not really affected by the coronavirus like like we are back home. We, we take our precautions, but we've got very low numbers. I mean, it's just our county has less than Trev's town. Right. We're getting seven hundred people a day. We're getting like you know, in, our state. in our state in yeah. Connecticut yeah. and it's and it's growing and it's getting a little out of control. And I mean, Trev, I haven't turned on a TV since I've been in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. we, we catch up on current events on our phones and, you know, we talk to our, our, our wives back at home. But it's we don't really know exactly what we're coming back to, but it's not good. So just trying to stay positive with that. And, you know, I heard Pennsylvania, you can only hurt, hunt one man oh. in a blind. <laughs> That's so, the so you can thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You can only drive to the hunting spot with a person in your household. You can only one person per blind. So you can drive to the hunting spot with your son, but he can't be in the blind with you. Um, and you got to practice social distancing. You can't meet up with anyone in parking lots. You can't stage hunts with other friends. Um, it's it's going to be definitely a change of change of pace for everyone. And I'm ready for things to go back to normal. Yeah, especially when it comes to hunting, dude. And I really, you know, with the whole coronavirus, like we had said in the past episode, if you guys didn't catch that, make sure you do because the safety aspect of it and how many people are going to be in the woods. And then somebody brought up a very valid point with some uh, one of my friends back home. Uh, they were talking about how many fucking hikers are going to be in the woods, um, yeah. you know, doing their social right. distancing and, and, and bird peeping and whatever the fuck else they do to not pay for conservation. But that's a whole different story for another day. <laughs> But um, they're going to be in the woods also, guys. So just just keep your keep in mind what what's going on in in your natural surroundings, um, and and just and just think of other people that are going to be in the woods. I know that maybe they deserve to get shot, but just just please don't. <laughs> if they um, come into your set, and hold time. off. Yeah, <laughs> hold off. And you know, I know it's not tr- a traditional thing, but I am wearing orange this year of turkey season, especially on state land. I, I'm going to wear an orange hat, and I will pull my flag out, and I'm not going to run decoys on public land. That's just my safety precautions. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in that same boat when it comes to, I mean, I'm probably not going to run my Jake decoys. If anything, I run a hen laying down so it's out of sight, out of mind, um, and, you know, wear your flags going in and out of the woods. I mean, because you can hunt all, all day in some states. I know our home state, we can. Um, Virginia's going to go to that after what 13 days I think that they go to yeah. that whole thing so yep. 
That's something to definitely well, be aware of. I, I took you guys to a piece of public out here, the Rapidan, and uh, <laughs> I think you'd be all right. You're, you're not running. Yeah, up out that, here, people are not running up that thing in numbers. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy what they actually give you for public land here, because like the fucking mountains. That's it's it's the it's mountains. Not, it's not huntable. Like, they basically give you the piece of property. They look at it and go, well, we can't do anything with it. Let's make it public land. No one could do anything with it. I, I don't even know how animals can live on that. But They do it to us, too, in Connecticut. Uh, they, there's our big parcels, but then we have the little ones that are locked in by houses, right. and they make it very tough, and they say, you can't hunt within the 500 feet here. You can't hunt in 500 Landlock. feet there. Um, so a lot of times it's archery hunting, but it's just crazy. It's just nuts. And I'm looking forward to the turkey season. This is just a start. This is just the beginning. Uh, our season's not even open yet. Nope. And the things that I've learned already this season are probably tenfold of what I'm going to learn for the rest of the season. Um, hey, you're prepared to take these hinned up toms and go after them. Now you know some of the tricks, some of the things we learned, and implement them up there. Do you know what the difference is? I know I can get a bird to gobble after ten o'clock back home, <laughs> and with and with a crow call too, don't a locator call. So and that's the and that's the great thing about it is because you can work these birds. And know their position without even calling at them, and and that doesn't exist here. You can't do that angle. So, it's definitely a, it's it definitely makes things tough, especially in the running gunning world. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't know how much running gunning I'm gonna do. If we sat stationary in blinds, in one spot or two, you know, two strut locations, we would have shot birds. But that's not our style, and we did a little bit of that. We adapted. We tried. We, we ad- tried. We tried. We adapt. <laughs> we yeah, couldn't. we tried to we, adapt. We couldn't bring ourselves to hold up to that. Yeah, and I just—it's just our personal preference, and it is what it is, man. You Sacrifice. know what we learned? We saw birds, some mature birds. Um, it's not over yet. No, I'm not, I, dude. Not listen, over. you know it's not over until it's over, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I think that as long as they are where they need to be, we will see these birds again. Um, it's not over yet. We're, we're um, going to pull on some of that last day luck. Yeah. And we got a plan, a solid plan. And if the birds read script, then uh, don't knock on wood over there. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. I feel I, good. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it's well-deserved. I think that the turkey gods have looked down upon us and said, listen, you guys went into this a little bit gung-ho and you need a little slice of fucking humble pie and a little bit of Murphy's Law. And uh, things are definitely going to turn around. I know they are. I they have to. Um, I really do. It's it's going to be it's going to be something else. I'm really excited. And then turkey season after that is going to be a fucking slam. Yeah. And I hope you know there's a lot of people knocking down birds. Big congratulations to Charles from um, the uh, the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Yep. Um, Stephanie um, from Tattooed in the Wild knocked one down. Uh, little Debbie. Um and what Dallas and his daughter doubled up. Dallas and his daughter doubled yeah, up. Grace Lundy's um Grace Lundy, uh Sean's daughter knocked one down. Yep. I mean, there there are people laying birds down and we're proud of you guys and congratulations. You know, and it, and if you and if you knock a bird down, tag us in it. We want to see it, man. We want to see all of your success kills, your grips, your grins. We want to see them tag us in it. Uh, we, we definitely want to be able to congratulate you. So don't, don't be afraid to tag us in your stuff or ask questions, you know, in your struggles, if you're going through your, your season or whatever, get a hold of ghost hunter, get a hold of Steven, get a hold of myself. You know, I know we suck and we're horrible at it, but you know, we definitely, we have (laughs) some seasons, we have some seasons under our belt and know a little bit about killing turkeys. 
Um, it might not sound it throughout the podcast. You guys might not know us, but um, we definitely we have a little taste of what the fuck goes on in the in the turkey woods. It's we've, just we've been they're, through they're the good, we've been through the bad. We're going through a lot of the bad, but you know what? Tough turkey hunting makes easy turkey hunting better. Hey, just because you get kicked in the balls, you still got to get up and go running. I mean, it's just, it's, just move. The way, it's the way it goes, man. And you got to think, too, back at home, the properties that you're on and I'm on, we've been on there since we were little kids, and we are on the woods a lot. So we know terrain more. Like, we don't have to pull our phones out. We don't have to guess. We don't have to do anything. A bird's here, the situation, we know it because we've been hunting it for 20 25 years yeah and, and or or it's public land that i've put my feet on it and i understand it and i've walked it and one of the things here is that steven was the only one that had had seen that land or and i only had a year land. of it right, right. but in, and you're a handful trying, of hunts out of that year too so it wasn't like you you know it and you're trying to translate it to us and we're trying to make a group effort plan to how to attack these birds with the terrain that's given I didn't realize that there's a creek every five feet. <laughs> right. I mean, I, what the or fuck? A fence every you, ten. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. But but it is what it is, man. It's it's so much fun, and it it's what makes us go. Because if we were killing birds every single time, it would be a blast. But it wouldn't. You wouldn't learn anything. Well, yeah, you'd hunt three days. You'd be done. What do you yeah. do for the next six weeks here? I, I guess we I, don't get complacent, man. Like we didn't kill our birds in the three days and we had to extend it another three days, not just to kill because that's our drive. That's our desire. We want to hunt. We want, to, we had to figure it out. Yeah. yeah we, we couldn't leave. You can't and, leave no, with that defeated, defeated like no. that. And, and that's why we all extended this hunt and Steven and his wife, Kim, were just so nice to accommodate us. And, it's it's like and our we wives said. back home allowing us to do so. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Love you. Um, but, so just leave an ozone room clean here. Yeah, you know, we'll get the scent crusher room clean going in here after you leave. Yeah, and, and we'll clear out the 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 nasty smells. And uh, it does smell like one big fucking foot in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, on a positive note, like it, it, this has been one of the funnest trips i've ever been on because i don't hunt a lot with other people i hunt a lot with my father and myself so i really appreciate this you know brotherhood i appreciate it guys absolutely right yeah, back I, at you i'm not looking forward to you guys leaving i ain't gonna lie because i gotta go back to the real world yeah and, you know we gotta do the same catching up on a few days work and all this other crap it's gonna be heartbreaking not waking up at the ass crack of dawn and well you're still gonna wake up at the ass crack of dawn but it's just not to go trekking on it yeah yeah i don't get that opportunity to drive an hour and a half to get to this property and go beat our heads into a tree and i guess i guess if everyone could learn from one thing that we've done this week um listeners and people everybody across the board is if you are failing at something the only way that you're going to learn is if you change what you're doing and I, what I mean by that is that you can keep doing the same exact thing, but it, if it's not working and you then you don't change it, then you're not going to learn from it. Um, so if you're not having success and you're having a tough time and you're not, you know, say that you are trying to get on birds and consistently trying to get on the same birds and you're doing the same thing and it's not fucking working, you need to change something to realize that what you were doing was wrong. Right. Um, it goes back to the old saying, like I told you in the past, uh, fell fast, fell hard, and then learn from your mistakes and go execute. You have to learn from your mistakes, and that's the same in the deer woods. That's the same in anything. That's the same in life. Yeah. Um, if you can take one thing from us is that is is learn that, and learning that is learn from your mistakes. And you don't know that your mistakes if you don't try something different. 
And that's the truth. You have to try something different. And then you're going to fail. And then you're going to learn from it. And that's what we did all fucking week. We failed and we learned from it. Yeah. If you do this, you're going to fucking fail. I mean, that's just the way that it goes. That's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, but every time the encounter gets a little better and a little better and a little better, and it set us up for tomorrow, and I fully believe... I saw a white head. I saw saw two strutting (laughs) white-headed birds (laughs) gobbling their heads off. They couldn't even breathe. I watched two strutters for five minutes. It must be nice. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's amazing what five feet's difference would make. Two steps, really, if you think about it. It was for him. Both times, it was two steps. And I needed two steps to the left. Right. That's we both, what I needed. Yeah, yeah, we both did. I needed them to just kind of come up one step further. And, and it was like day two birds. They needed to come two steps further <laughs> for both of us to be able to get them in range and be able to shoot them. And we know we know where each other is. And that's one thing we strategy is, is talking and, and how, you know, at this point where this down log is, or we'll pull down a tree and say, at this point, this is where my first shot can be at. And this is where mine is when you're doubling up. And, and it's funny... We haven't had one single Tom come in. No, they've all been doubles or more. Doubles, nope. triples, quadruples, but there hasn't been any single Toms. Nope. I think it would have been a lot easier to trick oh, one yeah. Tom than two Toms. Oh, definitely. Oh, big time. You know, two sets of eyes yep. instead of or, or a set of eyes instead of two. comes in and yeah. he's the first one to let out strut, and that second one goes out, he didn't see something he likes. Yeah, what is out. that? But, you know, back at home, I see two birds coming in. They're challenging each other who can get to the hen first. <laughs> and I see that a lot, and they're and they usually run in. I mean, all scenarios are different, but two birds together, they like to challenge each other. They like that 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 little bit of competition. Um, and I'm not seeing that because I don't think these birds are really fighting. I don't think they're. I don't think they need competition. There's so many fucking hens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. that's the thing is they have the the pecking order established amongst each group. And right now they're not looking for a fight to go, hey, you know, we've got eight hens over here. We don't care about your one or two hens. Someone else can have you. And so I should think we go that's in there what with, we're dealing with. Should we go in there with eight hen decoys? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. I'm not carrying them in. That's a long walk. I hate those decoys so much I left them out there. <laughs> they're, they're literally sitting in the woods right now. Uh, it's crazy, though. It's it's fun, dude. And, and to see all of it... and. I don't. It was just. It was just a blast, man. This whole week has just been insane. You know, it really, honestly has. Every we've day we've so had. Hard. We've had rushes. We've had close encounters. We've yeah. had birds. It's not like we're going out there and not hearing, not seeing, not getting in chances. We've been it, on. It's birds. action packed. Yeah, we've been on until birds. ten. <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. And it's dead. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny as everyone keeps asking, "Is there a bird down yet?" I mean, all of these people have this huge anticipation. Did Where you kill one yet? Did Where you kill birds? one? Any birds? Any birds? Any birds? Listen, I know you guys are putting on a lot of pressure on us, but fucking relax, okay? <laughs> the fucking birds will die when they die, okay? Just leave us alone. No, I'm just kidding. When you throw a camera and three guys playing. into the mix, it is tough. Man, it is tough because, you know, if it's not in the frame, you guys are looking at me and I'm giving you a yes or no, and then I'm looking at you guys and you're giving me a no or yes, and until the stars align and you get yes across the board, you can't take a shot. No. No. And there was about two two shots this week that I know we could have each sent. Oh, and, yeah. And put at least one or two down. But that's not the name of the game we're playing right now. So It is what it is. We, I, we're taking the hardest hunting yeah. and trying to make it even hard, harder. Ugh. And just think, when, once you guys leave, I go back to the bow. When you guys get up there, you guys are going to be on a lot of bow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and, I'm, and going, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a bird in the face just to get the aggression out. Just to roll. Yeah, just to roll and just just, just smash a beat, yep. get it out of your system. Yep. And and I'm gonna make it even harder. I'm going out with the fucking recurve. <laughs> so I'm not really That'd sure. be fun. Well, no one called you smart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna roll one. We have five, so I'm gonna try and roll right. one. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, and then I'm going to shoot one with a recurve. So I'm, I'm going to try and make it I'm harder. all for it, man. It, it's a hell of a goal. It really is. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but no, we'll, see, we'll see what we happens. last year. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I lost that property, so we'll see. We all lost a lot of properties. Um, Especially with this going on, too. Yeah. You know, with this going on back at home, a lot of the CLMP properties, the power, you know, the power company properties, they're not open to regular office so they're not signing permits for hundreds of hunters and myself and trevor included and that does hit home so you know you got to just keep looking for new spots and just just staying positive and just try to make it happen you know speaking of making it happen you know who makes it happen the most here who makes it happen nor'easter game calls they sure do well he he gets them in close, but we can't seal the deal. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need a little bit more sweet love in him. But no, big thanks to Mark at Nor'easter Game Calls with the giveaway. Um, we have another giveaway coming tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, we've given away the little mother clucker, uh, and thanks to Mike Salter on the win for that one. Congratulations and thanks for everybody else who has joined in on that one. Um, also, like to thank Broadside Camo. At broadsidecamo.com. And, and and big congratulations to Scott. He knocked down his first Huge. bird. And he kind of screwed himself for the rest of his turkey career. Yeah. Because it was a beautiful bird, double bearded bird. Both beards were thick and long, nice spurs. He's going to have a hard time ever living up to that again. That's the truth. So check him out and use the promo code Outdoor Drive on that one. Uh, spend $45 and you get something for free. So, yep. and with the deer hunting season coming and you guys all getting your stimulus fucking checks make sure that you go and you get your versa light and your sender series um for the guys that are up in the air also big thank you to wicked twisted bowstrings jill at trader jans wicked and twisted bowstrings um get jillified and get yourself uh some wicked and twisted bowstrings she's doing a promo code right now it's free ship capital f capital r Capital E, capital E, capital S, capital H, capital <laughs> all, I, capital all P. capital oh, free you. ship. Yep. <laughs> so use that and you get free shipping. Uh, you can check her out at wickedtwistedbowstrings.com. Um, also, big thanks to Deathwish Coffee. Check them out, deathwishcoffee.com. We you have kept us rolling this week. Yes, thank death. you. Fueled by fucking death. That, that's about what we felt like a few days. Yeah, death. Fuel your turkey fire. Yeah, that's what it is. Fuel your turkey fire. Uh, the world's strongest coffee. Um, check them out. Uh, use promo code Outdoor Drive Ten to save yourself ten percent off of your final order. Get yourself some K cups, cold brews, um, ground. Um, Ground beans, beans. Dude, they got <laughs> I it can all. tell you're worn out, yeah, man. Yeah, fucking shot. <laughs> um, also, big thanks to Big Hoss over at Ethics Archery. Check them out, ethicsarchery.com. Um, also, promo code for that one is Outdoor Drive 10. And we put them things to the to the ringer this week. Yeah, we shot some <laughs> shit with them. And, and th- I'll just put it this way. Stock versus some of the ethics. What did you shoot that we didn't have to worry because you shot an ethics? Oh, you what hit was something. That? Oh, it was the, uh, I hit the T-post. Oh, that's right. I hit a T-post holding the bag out at 60 yards. And I was like, oh, hit, you got ethics. Yeah, he, he. everyone's like, oh, you smash your arrow. And no, no, I walked out, picked up the arrow, changed out the tip. 
and kept shooting. I wish that I had ethics on my target shit because I, if I all the things I shot, I probably wouldn't have ruined anything. And you probably would have went through the golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> pile drive You would have broke the, arrow or the yeah. golf ball instead of the arrow. So. Well, the shaft didn't explode when I hit the beer can. Well, see, if I would have had, yeah, usually true. usually the arrows will true, explode true when you story. hit a beer can like that, and that thing just was still solid as see, a rock. Now, if I would have had ethics knock, I, I wouldn't have, when I Robin Hooded it, I may have saved that arrow. Yeah, this is but very I true. Didn't, didn't, and I Robin Hooded it, and I <laughs> slid a shaft into the shaft, and that was all there we're was We're not the quickest that. learners, but no. we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Am I forgetting anybody? Yes, you are. Yeah. Who am I forgetting? You're fi- you're forgetting our boy Drew. Wild oh, edge. We got to go live wild. Shop's almost done. Yeah, oh. beautiful shop. Congratulations on that. Make sure you check them out. Wild WildEdgeInc.com. Um, there's no promo code for that one, but just go and buy some shit. Get yourself your saddles, your perches, your ropes, your aiders, your suaders, your naders, your stickers, your sweatshirts, and just fucking saddle just, up. Just go dominate mobile hunting. With all their stuff. Just dominate it. The leader in mobile hunting. That's it. They are the leader in mobile hunting. And one other thank you, and the last but not least, is uh, DNM Custom Arrows over at dmarrows.com. Go out and check uh, Gary Hall, DNM Custom Arrows. Let him make you up some crazy fucking some. He's just a man. Whatever just go look want. him up. We're, we're all going to be giving him a call after this week. Oh, we need him, He's bad. got something in the works, too, right? He does have something in the works. I don't yeah. know if we're allowed to talk about nope, that. Everyone will have to just stay tuned yet. and keep an eye out. That's coming uh, soon. They're, they're going to see it on multiple I don't even think he knows. I didn't even tell him. <laughs> I didn't even, even told him yet. So he's going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck what are you talking about, on? dude? Yeah. That's all right. We'll have a conversation with him. But, no, we got something big in the works. Um... And yeah, just stay tuned for that because we we are going to have something really badass. We're really excited about, um, but we're not going to leak that out of the bag just yet. We can't we can't give you everything all at once. So, got to leave them with something. Well, with that the case, guys. Again, can't thank you guys enough for coming down. No, thanks for having <laughs> we, us. We've bro. had a hell of thank a time. You. And thanks to Kim. Big I, thanks to Kim. I, I've eaten like a king. Some I mean, we've had a lot of firsts. We've done a lot of cool shit together. And uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling. And for all of you guys out there listening, we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate the support. Everyone who tuned in to the live feeds, everyone who, hey, try this shot, you know, here's this shot. You know, we had a blast doing it. And, and that's what keeps us going. That's why we keep doing this. And we want to thank you guys again for taking the ride right here on the Outdoor Drive.